Shalom to all! Today's office is Mem Memhe, and we are starting four lines from the top with the brand new Mishnah. And today's office is sponsored Le'ilu Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Saro, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, her Neshama should have an Aliyah. And now we've been talking so much about this Mitzvah of Arava, but we don't necessarily know what it is. So the Mishnah tells us, Mitzvah Zarava Ketzad. How exactly was this Mitzvah of Arava carried out? Makam Hayel Matim Yushalayim, there was an area below Yushalayim, Vinikra Maitza, and it was called Maitza. There's actually a place right outside Yushalayim called Maitza. Yard and Lasham, the agents of Bezin would go over there, Omalakim Sham Morbius Shalarava, and they would gather branches of Arava from there, and they would come and stand them up against the sides of the Mizbech, and the tips, the top of these branches were bent over on top of the Mizbech. They would blow a tkia true a tkia, and every day they would surround the Mizbech once. And they would say, Rabbi Huda Amir, he says, that's what they would say. And that day, meaning the last day of Sukkot, they would surround the Mizbech seven times. Now for a bit of a Kabbalistic understanding of Rabbi Yehuda Rashi teaches that Aniva Hai is part of the 72 letter Shem Hamafirish and is the same gematria as Haishiana. There are three psukim which describe Kriyas Yamsuf, which was brought about by way of the 72 letter Shem Hamafirish, and this name of Hashem is hidden within these psukim, as each of these psukim have 72 letters. The words Aniva Hai are formed in these psukim by way of a certain formula, and that's why we say the words Aniva Hai, says Rabbi Yehuda. And Mishas Petros and Mahin Aimimo, when they would take their leave, what would they say? This beauty is too Mizbech. This beauty is too Mizbech. He says that they would say something else. Laka ulachamizbach to Hashem and to you Mizbach. Laka ulachamizbach to you Hashem and to you the Mizbach. And Kamasei Bachal Kachmasei B'Shabbos. The same way they would do it during the week. That's what they would do on Shabbos. Ela Shiyu Malakin Oisin Me'erev. They would cut these branches down. Erev Shabbos Umanichan Oisin Begiyah Shalzav. And they would place them in barrels of gold which were full of water. Kedei Shloi Chmoshu so that they shouldn't wilt and they shouldn't shrivel. Rabbi Yechon Baraika Omer. He says Charyas Shadekal Hayu Mivian. They would actually bring palm branches. The Chayvtin Oisin Bekarka Betzi Damizbach and they would beat them on the floor next. And that day was called the beating of the palm branches. And this last day of Sukkis, they would grab the love from the hands of the children, and they would eat their sregim. There was no issue of a gazelle or dark shalom because this was an expression of joy. And since this was the minuk, there's no issues of this sort. And now the Gemara tells us, Tana, we have a brysa, this area, which was called Mites in the Mishnah, was actually a place that was tax free. People over there did not have to pay taxes to the king. So, Vatana, did my time of Karle Maitza, why did our town call it Maitza if that's not necessarily what its name was? So I did Mefak Mikarga the Malka, since it's exempt from the taxes of the king, Karle Maitza, that's why I called it Maitza, Alashan of Yaitza, that it is exempt from taxes. And we had said in the Mishnah, and they would be leaning over the Mizbech. Tana, we have a Braisa, Rabbis of Arukais, there were many branches and they were long, the Gavois Achadas or Amma, there were 11 Amas tall, Kadeshu Gaichas Al Mizbech Amma, so they would lean over the Mizbech and Amma. So this is important. This means that the branches extended above the Mizbech enough that the top bent over a full Amma without touching the Mizbech. This would require them to be more than two Amas above the Mizbech. Now, Amr Moreymar Mishumar Zutra, he says, Shmamino, we learn from here, Ala Yusayid Manachluhu, that these branches were placed on the Yusayid, on the base of the Mizbech, the Isak Manachlu. If you want to say they were placed on the floor of the Azara and they were not placed on the base of the Mizbech, Mechdi, let's see, how does it make sense that they were Goiches Al Mizbech? Now, how was the Mizbech built? It was built in sections, and each section was narrower than the other, meaning the top of the Mizbech was narrower than the base of the Mizbech. How were these built? Ala Amma, the first section the Mizbech went up in Amma, Vakanas Amma, and then went in an Amma. It had an instep or an indentation of an Amma, Zehu Yusayid. That's called the Yusayid, the base of the Mizbech. Al Chamesh, the next section of the Mizbech went up five Ammas, Vakanas Amma, and then it went indented in Amma, Zehu Saiviv. That's called the Saiviv. That's because the Kahan would walk around on this section. Al Shalish, the next section of the Mizbech went up three Ammas, Zehu Makam Akranis, and that's where the Kranis, the corners, the horns were placed on. So we see the Mizbech from the base to its top was nine Ammas. However, the top of the Mizbech was narrower than the base of the Mizbech. Now we can 
Bamsud, Goichas Almas Bechechem Shkachasa. How is it possible that these branches of Arava could be Goichas? They could be extending and leaning over the Mizbech a full Amma without touching the top of the Amma. Because if they were placed on the floor of the Hazara, that means that the 11 Amma branch standing straight is precisely two Ammas taller than the 9 Amma Mizbech. But when leaned against the Mizbech, the angle it needs to be placed on decreases the height above the Mizbech to less than two Ammas, and then there's no way for it to extend a full Amma without touching the top of the Mizbech. It must be that these branches were placed on the side on the base of the Mizbech, and therefore they were able to extend more than two Amas above the Mizbech, so they could droop over, they could lean over a full Amma without touching the top of the Mizbech. And Omar Bavo, he says, My crow, what's a Pasuk that supports this? Shinemer, it says in the Pasuk, Isru Chag Bavaisim, circle on Chag, on Sokes, with Avaisim, which means branches, Ad Karnus HaMizbech, until the Karnus of the Mizbech. The Karnus of the Mizbech were the horns of the Mizbech, and they extended over the Mizbech, so too these branches have to extend over the Mizbech. And we continue Dashin this Pasuk, Omar Bavo, Omar Blazar, and it takes love in its binding, meaning with all the meaning of hadas ba'avaisai, and the hadas in its avaisai, in its braidedness, meaning a regular hadas. Mala al the pasuk treats him ki'ilu banu mizbech of carbon as if he built a mizbech and brought a carbon on it. Shenemarkas says in the pasuk mem heom bez on top isru chag ba'avaisim bind on chag. This is referring to the lulav, but avaisim is referring to the hadasim because we call them anaf eitz avais. So avaisim is hadasim. Ad kanes mizbech, which is as if he built a mizbech and he brought the blood of these carbonas, which is brought on the corners of the mizbech. And another Joshua with this pasuk amr and Rabbi Yechonim Mishum Rabbi Shimon Hamachuzi that said it Mishum Rabbi Yechonim Hamakusi Kol Ha'esa Isr L'Chag Ba'Chilu Shtiel anyone that makes a binding on Sukkos with eating and drinking meaning he eats and drinks on Sukkos Mal Olav Akasav Ki'ilu Banim Mizbech V'Hikar Valav Carbon the pasuk treats him as if he built a mizbech and brought a carbon on it Shneimer says the pasuk Isru Chag Ba'Avosim an Isru Chag a binding on Sukkos Ba'Avosim which means thick and fatty animals Avosim is lashon of Avos Ayin Beis of is thick Ad Karnas Hamizbech it's as if he brought a carbon on a mizbech. And now we have another mammoth from Chizkiya B'Shem Rabbi Yirmiya B'Shem Rishem Rechai. Amar Chizkiya Amar Rabbi Yirmiya B'Shem Rishem Rechai. Call a mitzvah school on all mitzvahs. Ain Adam Yitzay Bohen Ela Derech Gedilasa. A person is only Yitzay Derech Gedilasa in the way they grow, such as the beams of the Mishkan, since they were made out of wood. So the bottom of the beam has to be the bottom of the tree. The top of the beam has to be the top of the tree. Same thing with the lulav. You have to hold it upright the way that it grows. Shneimer says in the pasuk Asay Shitim Oyndim, standing Shitim wood, and this is what the beams of the Mishkan were made out of. So they have to be standing the same way the tree stands. Tain Ami Hachi We have a brass like this. They have to be stood the way that they grow. Another way of understanding this pasuk is is that they are a support for their coating or for their plating. The beams of the Mishkan were actually coated in gold. They were plated in gold and therefore they are a support for the plating. We have to nail them in with golden nails and therefore they support the plating. Another way of understanding this word of perhaps we're going to say Now that we don't have the Mishkan anymore, their promise is lost and their hope is ruined. Time that's why it says in the Pasuk, They're standing and they're there forever and ever. And another member in the name of Hashem Barichai, am able to absolve all of the world from judgment from all the various that people have done from the day that I've been created until now. Meaning, all the various that have been done from the day that I was born until now, I'm able to absolve everyone. I can carry them on my shoulders. And if Allah, my son, was with me, meaning if he agreed to carry the weight of these sins on his shoulders also, then we can absolve the whole world all the sins that were done from the beginning of the world until now. And if Yosef ben Uzziah was with us, we could absolve the world from all the sins that are done from the beginning of the world until the very end of the world. Now, Yosef ben Uzziah was one of the kings of Yehuda. He was very righteous and more humble than all the other kings and he was particularly exemplary in his kibbutz of. And another member of the name of Shem Barichai, I've seen B'nai Aliyah. This is not referring to people of growth. 
Shabbat, it's referring specifically to people who are Mekabal Pnei Shechina. They're able to sit in the presence of the Shechina, Vehin Mu'atin, but they're very few. Im Elifhain, if there's a thousand of them, Aniu B'ni Mehen, me and my son, Elazar, we're among them. Im Mehahim, if there's a hundred, Aniu B'ni Mehen, me and my son are among them. Im Shnaimhain, if there's only two, Aniu B'ni Hain, then it's me and my son. The Gemara asks, Misa Shikule Hai, are there so few people that are Mekabal Pnei Shechina? Vama Rava, Rava said, Tamni Sray Alfei Dara Hava De Kame Kutche Bruchu, there's 18,000 rows of people that are in front of Hashem. Shanamrit says in the Pasuk, Saviv Shemayna Asar Aleph, that around him are 18,000. So we see that there's so many people that are Makabal Pnei Shechina. So Gemara says, like Kasha, there's no problem. Or if Shemarecha was talking about people that are able to see Hashem through a clear screen. There obviously has to be a screen between a person and Hashem. However, if that screen is clear, that means they have a very clear vision of Hashem. But this member of Rava was talking about people that are in the presence of the Shechina. However, they don't see the Shechina with this clear screen. The Gemara continues asking, there's really so few that have this ability to see Hashem through this Aspaklaria Meira. The Amra Bahabai said, The world does not have less than 36 Sadikim that are Makabal Pnei Shechina every single day. Shinemar says in the Pasuk, Praiseworthy are those who await him. And Loi, Lamed Vav, is Begamachia Tlas and Vishisahavu. That's Gamachia 36. So we answer, Loi Kasha, there's no problem. Hata Ali Babar. Abai was talking about 36 Sadikim that they're able to go and have this vision of Aspaklaria Meira only if it's Babar, if they have permission. However, someone who's able to go in without permission, those are very few, and there might only be two, which would be Rav Shem Chai and his son. And the Mishnah said, What would they say when they took leave in the Mizbech? So the Tanakhama said, And Rabbi Lezer had argued, and he had said that we say, Now the Gemara asked in Rabbi Lezer, How could they say that? They're combining the Shem Shemayim and something else together. They're saying, To you, Hashem, and to you, the Mizbech. It seems to be that we're equating the Mizbech with Hashem. Anyone that combines, he joins together, Shem Shemayim with something else, Nakarman Ailam, he should be uprooted from the world. Shinamar says in the Pasuk, Bilti Lashem Levade, only Tashem alone. So we're only supposed to be praising Hashem and not praising something else along with Hashem. So Gemara says, No, Hachikamar, this is really what Rabbi Lezer says that they're supposed to say, and he said it in a shortened version. Lika Anachnu Maidim, to you Hashem we admit, meaning we admit that you are our Hashem, Ulacha, and to you, the Mizbeach, on Mishabchim, we praise you because you bring about Kapara for us to Hashem. And again, a second time, Lika Anachnu Maidim, to you Hashem we admit, we admit that you are our Hashem, and to you the Mizbech we praise. So once again, all of our praise is being directed towards Hashem. And we had said in the Mishnah, and then the Mishnah continued, the Rabbi Yechon Rebbeka told us that we bring date palm branches and we beat them on the floor next to the Mizbech. Now, Amr of Huna, my time to Rabbi Yechon Rebbeka, where does Rabbi Yechon Rebbeka get this from? What's his reasoning? It says in the Pasuk, since the Pasuk tells us about taking a lulav, and that is a Lashon of plural, that means more than one. There's two mitzvahs of lulav, one of them is we're supposed to take a branch from a date palm for Lulav. And one of them is to tell us we take a date palm branch from the Mizbeach. Rabbanan Amri, they say, It's written Kapas, even though we read it as Kapas, since it doesn't have that extra Vav, so we don't darshan it that there's two mitzvahs of Lulav, there's only one mitzvah of Lulav. Rabbi Yehmer, he gives a totally different reason for Rabbi Yechon Rebrekah. Ketamar is just like a date palm. Matamar is that just like this date palm, Eloi Elolev Echad has only one heart, and Rashi explains that to mean that the sap only comes out of the trunk of the tree, it doesn't come out of the branches. Af Yisrael, so to Kla Yisrael, they only have one heart to their Father in Heaven, and we signify that by bringing date palm branches next in the Mizbech as well. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with discussing the bracha on sukkah and lulav, but for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.